Welcome in live from the County Seat Sports Grill in downtown Lillington. This is Camel Call Live. Tonight we are talking softball with Campbell head coach Trina Prater. And coach has brought along a couple of her student athletes, including one who just won Player of the Week in the Big South Conference. So we'll have a lot of fun talking with them in the second half hour of the show. It has been such a great start to the season for our back-to-back regular season and tournament champion Campbell softball team. Coach Prater is at the helm in her first year as the head coach of Campbell, but she is a former All-American and SEC Player of the Year at LSU. She's been a trophy-winning head coach at both Hampton and Buffalo, and her Camels this year, 16 wins on the season so far. They're 11-3 and at home, and they have had wins over Purdue out of the Big Ten, Charlotte, Delaware, ETSU, UNCG, Furman, and others. They are currently winners of their last six of seven and coming off a three-game weekend sweep over Detroit Mercy. The Camels get set to take on NC State from the ACC. NC State, the Wolfpack, will be coming here to Bowie's Creek. That'll be at 5 o'clock this Wednesday. Coach, we will start with the short-term synopsis. How did you feel your team played in that three-game sweep over the weekend? I felt like they did great uh, from – The very first game to the last game, we grew. Um, We came out guns blazing, obviously, with a 9-1 win in the first game um, on Friday and then Saturday. Um, It took us a little bit to get going, um, but I love to see us um, have to fight with our backs against the wall. It was one of the few times where we were down by one going into the latter part of the game, and then we were able to use the short game with the squeeze to um, pull off a a 2-1 victory there. Uh, You have a great mix of some veterans that have been here some long time and then some fantastic newcomers. We were just talking about it. It seems like, well, it is all but I think one week. (laughs) The freshman of the week has been a Campbell Camel. Madeline Gillespie gets it this week. What can you tell us about her and the rest of your fantastic freshmen? Yeah, we are a very young team, and our freshmen are a big part of our success right now. Um, You know, Michaela McLean, I think she might have been one of the first ones to get it, or Aaliyah Sweeney. I think when Aaliyah, then Michaela, then Aaliyah again, and then I was giving Maddie G a hard time last week. I'm like, gee, what's up? Like, they're they leaving you behind. <laughs> and uh, she's like, coach, I'm trying. And then uh, she she put it together, batted about 667, I think, on the, the weekend. So very proud of her and her progress and what she's bringing. And, you know, Charlie Montgomery also brings us some speed in the outfield and speed on the base paths um, as well as along with um, some of the other freshmen. How good does that make you feel because, you know, there are a lot of big transitions you go through in the college softball game. Mm-hmm. But, my goodness, that transition from high school ball to college ball at the Division One level is is something else. How proud are you of them to be able to not only keep their head above water but thrive? Yeah, no, they do um, a good job from the fall to now. Um, not just the freshmen, but even the returners, like our staff and our expectations are a little bit different than probably the previous staff and um, what we did with them as far as conditioning and weight training and all those things in the fall was to prepare them for these moments. So not just our freshmen, everybody has bought into our expectations. And I think the foundation that we built in the fall is what's helping us right now in the spring. That's a sensational. You put them through so much. Talk a little bit about, because this staff, more than any staff that I've known here at Campbell, and there's been a handful of different ones over my decade plus here, you really, really focus on the weight training, on the conditioning. Why is that important to you all? It's just as a 50, 
well, we're playing 53 games. It's generally a 56-game season um, before you get in the postseason. And you have to have the endurance to to withstand long games, 14-inning games that happened early in the um, opening weekend. And it just you have to be an elite athlete to perform at the level that we're asking them to for 21 outs a game. Sometimes it's, what, 42 outs in a day. So it's a commitment of we're out there four to six hours on a doubleheader day. So you have to be in shape. You have to, to be mentally trained and ready for what anybody's going to throw your way. As the awards continue, Alyssa Hanault, who is one of the players that will be here to talk to us, she is the player of the week. Just this weekend alone, she was six for nine, scored four runs, a couple of RBIs. Uh, she is now hitting 348, and for her to put the exclamation point on top of it with the Big South Player of the Week, just fantastic. Yeah, I'm just really proud of Alyssa, too. She came out hot out the gate opening weekend as well. I think she might have had it 615 opening week and then um, hit a little bit of a, a lull like you do in softball. It's a very humbling game that we talked about. Might have had an offer and then uh, got back in the cage and got back with Coach Hill and worked on some things and simplifying, you know, I think between her and Lindsay, um, less is more with them the more they think. You know, we say the more you think, the more you stink. Um, just <laughs> keeping it simple and uh, not being over analytical. Um, and I think that's what's really, really helped them. But it took them putting in time outside of practice with Coach Hill in the cage uh, to kind of see them get over the hump. What do you really like about Coach Hill's approach? You have told me she is one of the best offensive minds in the game. And you know a lot of great offensive minds right. in, in, in this game. What maybe separates her from her approach and her coaching? I think she's committed to the process. Um, she's meeting them where they are. Um, she's created a, we have a language. Um, we, we have rhythms. Everybody has bought into what our plans are, and we all understand them. And now we understand how to apply the certain plans to certain pitchers. And I think without kind of giving everybody the blueprint of what we do um <laughs> you know that's that's really what it is um and, and she's committed to film we do film a lot and being able to talk and break break a swing down she'll sit down with the kid and watch one swing for 15 20 minutes um and so she, she's her, her mind works differently she's very analytical um so that's what helps some of those who need that and others um we like to just keep it simple with them and she's walking in right now, right on cue right. as you're as you're saying wonderful <laughs> things about her. Here she comes in to have it. Hello, Coach Hill. Thank you for uh, thank you for coming by. I like that color of, of orange. No, that was. Uh, did, did you plan that or what? She just comes striding in yes. as you're saying wonderful things about her. Hey, right. so something else you were talking about, and and something that I know you have done more uh, than any other staff that we have had here. Breaking down film, you know, we, we talk a lot about that in football. It's mentioned a lot in basketball, but mm -hmm. you guys are really using it to your advantage. Talk about film study and, and, and how it's really helped your team. Yeah, we do film before every midweek and uh, before every series, and we, we see everything that every pitcher is going to throw out. It's from pitch to pitch, pitch, sequ pitch sequences, and we like to see what pitches are getting hit. So um, we use it to our advantage. So when we're in the box – Right, it's not a surprise. The only surprise to us on game day is which pitcher are they going to throw. We're like, oh, was it somebody that we watched? Nope. Nope, we didn't watch film on her. Here we go, balls <laughs> and strikes. Just just hit it over the, you know. Um, but most of the time we have a feel, especially going in the conference, we're going to see people's best. So we'll have a good idea of what we're going to um, be faced with. Um, 
you mentioned it. Now we go back to the non-scientific part. You know, if you think you stink, mm -hmm. it's it's interesting. You have to teach and and really kind of mandate a balance between all of that, using it to your advantage, and not getting so caught up in your head. W what is the challenge of uh, of doing that with so many things and analytics you can look at? Right. Some people need it. Some people don't. Like Lindsay Hunt, no, don't. They just do this and go, right? Alyssa, don't go. Some other people are like, hey, Savannah White, for example, her and Coach Hill, they're in the same, you know, <laughs> the same realm mentally. She's going to say this, this, this. She's like, okay, okay, okay. Or, you know, Mariana, late rhythm. Okay, here we go, Coach. Like um, others, it's like keep it simple, see it and drive. So it just depends on the player, and we've learned – it's been on-the-job training with some. Some we've given more information to, and we're like, okay, with her, don't do that. Don't do that with her. Um, so like I said, that's what that makes her um, who she is, and she's running um, a good show offensively right now. Practice time. When you guys play five or more games a week now, we're getting about to the middle of the season. What are practices like? What do you do? How do you maintain that, that, that balance between keeping sharp and not wearing them down? Yeah, right now we're doing more game situations, and and what are we gonna face? Again, we do film. We're gonna we watch her, and then we go out and we emulate it either with the pitching machines or with our uh, backup pitchers who um, are not getting as many innings. So we got Jamie Hardy or Maddie Gillespie. They'll throw live for us to get the situations. We're putting our defense in the same situations with runners getting our base runners used to down angles and tagging and all those things. So anything that was a blemish in a game the weekend before, we're going to practice it and figure out why and try to execute it um, in practice so it doesn't happen again. We are talking to Coach Prater about her Campbell softball team, believe it or not, conference is, is starting this weekend. Um, more highlights from the, this past week, including the weekend. Mariano Rodriguez, her first hit. How, how happy were you from her? So happy. Like, she's a kid that just keeps her head down and works and does it with a smile on her face. She's from Mexico City, Mexico, so she's so funny. She's like, Coach, sometimes you talk, I don't understand you. <laughs> and I'm like, aw. And I was like, well, come and ask me. She's like, you talk so fast, I don't understand you. And I'm like, okay, well, come. She's like, well, sometimes I don't want you to laugh. <laughs> um, but no, I love her. And we, we tell our kids, like, your role is your role for that day, and you never know when your role is going to change. And she got the opportunity to hit in the DP this weekend. Yeah. And she was prepared because she works all the time. So you're just excited for those kids who have bought into the process, bought into their role, and get to step up when their numbers call. Just like Jamie Hardy got her first hit of the season as a walk-off, you know, base hit up the middle to score, too. So, um, you know, everybody has really... Um, like I said, we're locked in, we're on the clock, and day by day they're doing the little things, and when their number's called, they're prepared. Uh, remind everybody who, who might not have heard some of our earlier conversations, on the clock, it's a hashtag you guys use, it's a, it's a mantra. Mm -hmm. What does that mean for, for you in this program this year? Yeah, every time we're between the lines, we're on the clock. Every time we're in the locker room, we're doing film, we're on the clock. What we do on a day-in and day-in basis, it means something. So, um, we, you know, in different variety of situations, we're like on the clock. When we're doing pressure defense, we're on the clock. Today they were competing. They had three minutes or three outs to score as many runs, starting with bases loaded. You're on the clock, go. It's up to you, right? If you get in there, you're going to be passive, or you're going to get in there, be aggressive, and try to pass the bat and create things. So um, we use it in various ways um, 
you know, on and off the field. You, you already answered my question. I was going to say, okay, putting a time limit on a sport that isn't time, it's, <laughs> it, it makes you be more aggressive. Is, is that why you do that? Yeah, because it's hard to create game pressure when you're in practice. So then you have to add these extra elements. You add conditioning to it. You got to run if you don't do this. If you don't get your butt down, you got to do this. Or, you know, so you try to create those things like, oh, my God, or you don't, you don't run, your teammates do. I'm like, oh, my God, I don't want to make them run. All right, well, execute <laughs> the drill, right? That's how you create, like, little pressures, quote-unquote. But pressure is a privilege. I don't, I don't believe pressure is an excuse not to get something done. If you're in a pressure situation, that's because we believe in you and we know that you can do it. When you go back to uh, a lot of good performances, Kayla Howell has been a part of this program to talk about, you know, doing – what you ask of them she was a receiver she was a reliever you wanted to move her to a starter and boy after you know getting used to getting back in the starter role I think two earned runs her last four outings her ERA is now down to 2.82 a six and two record she seems to be finding her groove is that true she has and this is when you want us to start going up the mountain we don't want to peak right now but we want to start climbing it and she's climbing it at the right time I think she's settled into coach Arvalo's expectations of her um, we're understanding um, where we're at in certain counts and when to attack the hitters and, and utilize different things. So I'm very, very proud of her. She's learning how to manage and maintenance her body, too, because she's throwing more innings than she ever has. So she's getting a little more um, wear and tear on her. But um, it's been good to see her grow and be happy that she's able to accomplish what she wanted to accomplish. In my first conversation with Kayla when I got the job, she said, I've been a relief pitcher, but I want to be a starter. And I said, well, that's up to you to earn it. Yep. And, you know, and, and she has, and she's doing a great job. So I'm just proud of her and Bella. They're kind of our one-two punch that we're rolling with. And, um, you know, she's doing her part, and she got two out of three games this weekend. And that's, you know, what I want to see that she can do moving forward. Bella continues to be the person you put up against the biggest challenge, you know, whether it's a it's a Friday or Saturday night start or whether it's against the Power Five, and, and she has come out of that golden. What, what have you seen from her this year? Yeah, she's growing too. She's, um, again, Coach Arvala with both of them, they've done a great job. They have a great relationship, um, and I see her competing on a day-in and day-out basis with the best of the best, her and Kayla. Um, if she doesn't have it, Kayla's coming in for her. But Bella is, um, I think she's developing all quadrants of the zone. I think it's big for her, the rise, the drop, and she's developing off speed. So she's able to attack them with everything. She's not one-dimensional anymore. So I think that's what's going to make her very, very effective um, this year. Um, Coach, you you got to have a, a, a one and a two, don't you, especially mm -hmm. especially in conference play. I mean, you can do it with one, but it's really, really difficult. I mean, what an advantage uh, to have two that you really trust. Yeah, and I wish three and four as well. <laughs> at, at some point, Jamie, right, she's, she's going to come in and, and have to do it. We say if somebody goes down, um, it's the next, you know, next hump up. So uh, <laughs> Maddie G is waiting, you know, for her turn too so they're all they're both prepared we that's why we hit off of them live in practices because they have to get their um work in too against batters so just in the bullpen we talk about i don't want bullpen all americans i want gamers yep um and so in practice we try to train them to be ready for when their number's called as well in a circle 
So many great lines. That's why that, that's why we have the podcast. It drops every Tuesday. So you can go back and hear all these things that I'm going to write down and start using. Ne- next hump up. Is that it? Yeah, I mean, I next heard, hump I heard, up. I, I've heard a lot of the camel puns, and I haven't heard that one yet. So, <laughs> so another reason why I, I love you and the staff so much. Okay, when we come back after the break, we'll talk about this big week coming up, including conference play. We'll brag on your two student athletes who are going to join us in the uh, second half hour. We are live at the county seat. In downtown Lillington, this is Camel Call Live. Welcome back to the county seat in downtown Lillington. You can listen to every broadcast live on GoCamels.com and the Varsity Sports app. If you miss us live, if you want to hear it again, you can catch us on the Camel Call Live podcast. It drops every Tuesday on YouTube, Apple iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. We are talking softball with Campbell head coach Trina Prater. The team gets ready for a big week. I know every week's a big week, but but this week, uh, you get excited and want a, what a final tune-up before you start conference play. The NC State Wolfpack out of the ACC comes to town. You've already taken down a Power 5 on your field at Amanda Littlejohn Stadium already this year. What can you tell us about the Wolfpack and what they'll bring to Bowie's Creek? Yeah, and NC State is a good team. Um, we're ready to defend our turf, right? They're coming into a team that's coming off of a good week. Like you've mentioned, we're making this week about us and not them. If we come out and do what we need to do, um, we, we can hang with the best of the best in the country. So um, I'm excited to see um, how we bounce back. We played NC State at their place in a 10-inning um, game this fall. Um, I think minus one inning, we, we would have had a very close game. We had an inning, I think we gave up maybe five or six runs or something like that. Really? And then everything else was, you know, we played it out. But we've seen all their pitchers pretty much, so we feel confident about who we're going to face. And uh, we're just ready, ready to, uh, you know, you always want to get the last lap or the last yeah. punch in the fight. So we're ready. <laughs> we're ready to play them when it counts. So I'm excited to see how we show up and show out. Man, awesome. That will be at 5 o'clock coming up this Wednesday. You'll also be back home next Wednesday versus Queens. And then um, in between, a big first conference series of the season as you guys will go to Winthrop uh, this weekend. Tell me what you know uh, about the Eagles in starting conference play. Yeah, Winthrop, they're coming in. Their record is similar to ours right now. I think they might be right behind us in conference rankings as well. So, um, again, it's going to be a competitive series. It's always going to be hard to beat somebody three times. So from game to game, we're going to have to make adjustments. Um, but if we can play solid defense, that's what's going to come down to us playing air-free defense. Um, that's what's been the kind of common denominator in some of our losses is we didn't take care of the ball. So if we can take care of the ball, um, I'm expecting good things to come out of next weekend as well. Does it make any difference? Does it make your life harder that, that you are a new staff in a quote-unquote new conference, they know you or your personnel, you don't know them as much. Does that make a difference? No, I don't. Not to me. Everything is new. Everybody is new on a day-in and day-in basis. You know, Coach Hill is at Radford, so she gives us the inside scoop on a lot of them. Ah. Um, But other than that, it's game by game. It doesn't matter the coach or, or the team. It's us evaluating 
what we're going to see from a pitching standpoint, what's our offensive plan, and then let's play 21 outs on defense. I know you guys are always all about taking it one game at a time, one, one inning at a time, but I won't get you up here um, next week in front of such a busy week, so we'll talk a little bit about your conference home opener in two weekends, three versus USC Upstate. Now, they did this voting before they knew you all, or it would be different, but USC Upstate is the team picked to win the Big South. They're 20 to three this. They're 20 and three this season. The preseason poll had Upstate, PC, then Campbell. That was not how I voted. If you wondered, <laughs> Longwood. But each of these teams getting first place votes. Back to back weekends, you all play Upstate and PC both at home. When you look a little bit forward here, how big will those home series be for you? Every game is big for us, right? Our goal is to go undefeated in conference, so. Um, we're going to get our little road run, um, test the water, see how that goes. And then obviously, like I say, we're, we're playing to defend our turf. We are going to have the home field advantage against the projected one and two. Um, and, and we're going to take advantage of that. But, um, I don't like to put too much into preseason polls. I always say the first horse out the gate don't win the race. So, um, we're, we'll be good, but I, yeah. I don't want to get ahead of myself. I'll stay on Winthrop, but we'll be prepared for USC Upstate when that time comes. Yeah, yeah. The challenge, you mentioned a little bit hard to beat a team three times. The challenge of the of the conference play, you mentioned it. You really have to be on each and every time, especially because not your staff, but this is the team, the defending champs. They have been on top of the heat the, 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 the past two years, so... That's really something when you have a target on your back, isn't it? 100%, and that's the cool thing about it. We're young, but we're battle-tested. Like, it's hard to teach winning, but winners win, and they find a way to win. And I think that's what we showed in that first game on Saturday. Even though we were behind, there was a vibe of we know we're going to win, we just don't know when it's going to happen. But for us, it's like let's not wait to the end. Our thing we have to get better at is making adjustments the first time through the lineup. Second time through the lineup, we usually do, and the third time for sure we always do. Um, but for us, it's about being better early um, and being able to attack teams early and put them away when we have the opportunity to. We bragged a little bit on it early, but, but, but your team who last year, uh, when you guys weren't here, uh, 228 was a team batting average for the whole year. This year, you guys have a team batting average. It's 278. It's currently second in the entire conference. Tell me about about hitting and how I know I know you wanted to go higher, but but how happy you are with with how your team as a whole has really grabbed a hold of your all's teaching. Yeah, I know I'm happy if we can win 228 and go a three peat. I'll take 228. <laughs> yeah, but I think that it's going to take more than that this year, and that's what um, we're we're pushing, and the girls are more confident in themselves um, this year. We utilize you know video analytics a lot to prepare us and. Uh, like I say, Coach Hill's committed to the process and getting out there with the girls when they need the extra. Um, I throw live a lot when we need it outside of, you know, when we utilize Maddie G and um, Jamie Hardy in practice. Uh, we, we give them everything. We, we, make, we try to make practice harder than the game. Like, we use the pitching machines a lot, and Coach Hill wants to hurt their feelings every time <laughs> she's out there. She, she's committed to the machine, and... I would say when we did have a little lull in our offense, our machine had broke. Um, and then it <laughs> took us a while to get some parts back in, and then we got it back rolling. So, um, yeah, we do, we do a good job of challenging them and humbling them in practice yeah. to make sure they're prepared. Coach, 
Pitching-wise in the circle, a, a 2.66 ERA, that's third in the Big South. We had talked a little bit about how you're, you're slowly developing, or, or you have developed now, all of a sudden a, a, a one-two punch. What, what have you thought about, about the circle and a, a different coaching style, but, but them kind of coming around to it? Yeah, they're a pitching staff. I think they have a good relationship with each other, and they're learning from each other on a daily basis. Really, those two, I think one thing they're learning the most is how to maintenance their bodies. That's the biggest thing. If we can stay healthy, we're going to be a strong force to reckon with. So um, from using Normatec to ice baths to rolling, stretching, dry needling, we're utilizing everything and all the resources that we have available to stay healthy. Because um, the pitching part will take care of itself. Coach Aravalo is an amazing pitch caller. Um, and like I said, she's been elite, been at the World Series two times. So she knows what it takes um, from the player perspective. And then she's been on a national championship coaching staff as well at Oklahoma. So what she brings to them is, you know, priceless. And now it's about them being healthy enough to execute what she's calling. Well, finally, Coach, uh, I, I know you're happy with what your team does and, and a lot of goals I in front of you, but but how are you doing here at this new place? You, you seem to have come on, take over a team, and haven't missed a beat. How has it been How has it been for you here at Campbell? Oh, it's been great. I, I love the creek. Um, everybody's been welcoming, and um, most importantly, the people that I'm around every day make my job easy. Um, I love my coaching staff all the way down to my graduate assistants and um, director of operations. And, you know, like I say, I have 23 bonus daughters that um, <laughs> make my life fun and give me gray hairs on a daily basis. So. <laughs> and two of those are coming up, Alyssa and Lindsay. Tell me about, about these two student athletes and, um, and, and what they add to the team and what you love about them. Alyssa brings a lot of personality. One of her favorite things that we've taken on from Alyssa is, let's go. <laughs> like she kind of has like that goofy, serious, I want to be a leader, kind of direct, rough on the edges, sometimes misunderstood, but always trying to lead. I would say those are kind of some of the characteristics I would say for Alyssa. And then Hunt is our uh, northern, northeastern hump who's a transfer, <laughs> who's uh, – Finally enjoying um, softball. I think her journey here has been a challenge. And last year she was in a backup role, and she's earned the right to catch and be a starter yeah. right now. Um, early on, I know she was in her feelings because she felt like she should have been out there um, probably a little bit more than she was. But for me, it's not a secret. If you produce, you're going to play. And they're starting to understand. Like, it's not about favorites. It's about production and can you help us win a game? And it's not always a nine best. It's the best nine. And um, she kind of got in the cage again and figured it out. She got a little mental. Like I said, she's somebody who less is more. Um, and then when she simplified it and just did what Lindsey Hunt does, she, she's been good. And she's she started. And um, I'm trying not to wear out her, her knees too much. But she's somebody who was able to catch three games in a weekend, four games in a weekend. So she's relentless. She has, you know, the mental toughness that I look for um, in recruits. Um, and she's a fighter. And she just wants to She wants to win. She was so funny this weekend, bases loaded situation. And she popped up. And I'm like, man, she's like, I was like, that's all right. I forget what she did. She might have popped up. And 
I said something. I was like, you're good, you're good, just catch. She's like, Coach, I just want to be the one to do it. <laughs> you know, she wants to be the one to, like, get that walk-off hit. That I think it was a situation we might have been able to run rule when she popped up or something. But she wants to be that one. And I think because she's so competitive, that's why she's scoring so many runs that she's scoring. Um, and she's hitting. And she's kind of the one when there's a plan, like, there's no plan because Lindsay's going to hit yeah. it from her toes to her nose and doesn't really know how she does it. She just does it. Coach, thank you so much. We're going to talk to both Lindsay and Alyssa coming up after the break. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule. Absolutely. Get away from the family and say hello. Okay, yes, so Campbell, back at home the next two Wednesdays. It's NC State coming up on this Wednesday at 5 Admission is free at Amanda Little John Stadium. We'll talk some more softball when we come back after the break. This is the county seat. This is Camel Call Live. Welcome back to Camel Call Live here at the county seat. We are here every Monday coming up next week. We will talk a little baseball. Our baseball team back home for a three-game series this Friday through Sunday. But our softball team is here at home. Wednesday coming up in two days, they will be taking on NC State at home at 5 o'clock. And then back home next Wednesday versus Queens. And then a big first conference series of the season as they will take on in two weekends, USC Upstate. If you come here on Monday night, we always uh, give away a prize pack. Today we have a prize pack with a uh, beanie and a shirt and a couple of other things here in our Campbell logo bag. So get out your uh, free raffle tickets, and we'll look for the winner to be 625 625 9-9-9. We draw two just for this occasion. 626-006-626-006. Mark, we're going to need another one. 626 Six two five nine nine nine. Okay, we'll draw another one um, on our next week. Do we have a winner? Six two five nine 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 six two six zero zero six. We do. We've got a winner. We've got a winner. Every Monday, come on down to the seat. Thank you so much, and congratulations. Okay, we've built the drama here as we have um, two of our best from the Diamond coming up here tonight to talk some Campbell softball, Alyssa Hanult and Lindsey Hunt. And first, Alyssa, we will, we will start with you. This year hitting 348, congratulations. You are the reigning Big South Conference Player of the Week. Tell me a little bit about what has been going so right for you this season. Um, I think last year, you know, as a freshman, finding my role and this year settling into that role and being comfortable and confident and just 
kind of being that leader for the younger girls on the team and showing them the way. And I think that kind of helped me find myself and know who I am as a player. So just being able to be relaxed and settled and play my game. So you're really talking about you going into more of a leadership role, you think has actually not helped, has helped a lot of other of your teammates, but has helped you as well. Could you expand on that? Yeah, I think so. I think, you know, in most of my career, I've always tried to be a leader for uh, my high school team, my club team. Um, and I think that's when I play best, when I'm helping out my other teammates and knowing I could, when I'm, my game's not going well, I could still help them in their game. And that's what I've been trying to do this year and settle into the role. Like uh, so many um, that are at the Division One level, you've had an outstanding high school career from, from nearby Wake Forest, North mm -hmm. Carolina. And I think your career batting average is something around 528. It was just uh, unbelievable. But tell me what it's like going from high school to softball at the Division One level. Yeah, it's definitely a big step, you know, putting in a lot of work. We Every, every travel ball player puts in a lot of work at home. And then coming to college, you're already practicing 20-hour weeks, but, you know, that's not enough. Getting work on your own time, juggling classes, you know, rehab, everything that you need to get done. And so it was just, it wasn't easy, but being close to home, you know, having that support system there that helped me make the move a lot easier. And having the, those teammates that you're with every day also made the transition a lot easier. Lindsay, I'll turn to you. You've had a, 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 a very different um, experience, but you are uh, sensational this year as you are now third in the Big South, hitting a robust 404, 426 OBP. You have a home run and a team leading 18 RBIs. That is also third in the Big South. So, Lindsay, we'll, we'll talk about your journey, but you have been patiently waiting for a long time for this moment, the talent that you always knew was in you, what is it like to see what you have done on the diamond so far? Yeah, I mean, it just feels great to be able to play the sport to my ability. Um, I've, you know, like you said, I've been patiently waiting. Um, I just kept working hard, keeping my nose to the grindstone just so I can wait for a moment like this and just be there to help the team do well. Take me through your collegiate career. I know you are a, uh, a, a Pennsylvania um, native, and, and it started at Drexel. So, so take me from high school to, to what got you here to this point. Yeah, so high school, um, I was recruited very young. I committed my sophomore year of high school. Wow. Yeah, so um, I was a pretty early commit. Um, that was before, like, the rules changed, and I stayed with my commitment all throughout. Um, I went to Drexel. It was also the COVID year. So I was there. Um, things weren't really a good fit, um, just with the chemistry of the team. And COVID hit. We were actually in Hawaii when COVID hit. And we had six days in Hawaii, which was kind of cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> but then when I got home, um, I realized that it really wasn't a good fit. And I needed a new home. And that's when I started my process of finding a new one. And I landed here. Um, I actually never got to visit here before I came here. Wow. Um, so I really took a risk. I just talked to the coaches um, that were here last year, liked what they had to say, felt, felt more towards what I like and what fits me best and committed here and showed up. Um, as Coach Prater said, you still had to wait. You came here, you found a better fit, but, uh, but, but weren't getting on the diamond consistently. 33 games really over your first two years. That could be frustrating as well. W what kept you going? What kept you here at Campbell? Yeah, definitely. It was really hard. Um, 
I just knew that this was a good place for me. Um, I knew that what was going on on the softball field was going to keep pushing me to be better. Um, I just knew in myself I would not be able to live with myself if I quit and I gave up, so I just kept working hard every day, and eventually I knew it was going to pay off, and now I'm seeing it. It feels great. Uh, congratulations on that. Okay, Alyssa, what do you really like about this coaching staff? Um, I would say I like how they just – they do so much for us and they put all their trust in us and we give back to them. You know, they always talk about like meeting them halfway. We always in practice, we're so like committed to plans that we have in the games. Uh, we, they got us a player development coach, which is pretty crazy, you know? And so we take the time out of our days to talk with them because they know how important our mental health is. Um, and yeah, they just, they really have all of us with them. We all have that player-to-coach connection. You know, I could go in and talk with any of them any time of the day, whatever I need, and their, their door's always open. Lindsay, what do you love about the new staff? Um, they're very tough. They expect a lot from you, but they're there to support you every step of the way. Um, they, they just put a lot of their energy and time into you and they support you with everything that you do, which is huge. Like having that support system, it just makes you want to be better for not only yourself, but for them too. And just having them push you constantly. It's, it's just amazing. Um, you, you all are winners. You all are champions, and and I know you haven't been here the, the the whole time, Alyssa. But but this is a team that that doesn't lose. That they raise a trophy, whether it's regular season or a tournament. But I've even noticed maybe even more confidence for you, you guys. When, when you guys play Purdue, a team out of the Big Ten on your on your home diamond, you all expected to win. Did do you sense that the attitude that this team they do not cower from anybody? Yeah, definitely. I think that. You know, the coaches put into our head the mindset that, like, any given day, it doesn't matter who you're facing. It is the same game. The ball is still yellow. And, <laughs> you know, it's just you're just there to play softball. And you can't overcomplicate the game no matter who it is. It's it's always a challenge. It's always a fight. It doesn't matter what the name on the jersey is. Alyssa, what, what have you noticed with the team's attitude this year? Yeah, I mean, I think we've had a lot of games where we come back late. And so if we get down early you know, we're not worried. You know, we everyone has each other's backs. Like, if one person doesn't get the job done, the next person's going to come up and do it. And I think we just all put our trust in each other. And our the offense is putting trust in the pitchers to keep us in the game. The pitchers is putting are put, putting their trust in our offense to score runs. And I just think we're all just so committed to each other and to the process that we know we're going to win. A uh, big game coming up. Obviously, every game is a big game, but but NC State uh, comes into here. You you grew up just north of north of Raleigh. W what does it mean playing the the Wolfpack on the home field? Yeah, it's pretty cool. You know, when I was younger, I'd always go to their games and you know watching them play, and it's it's kind of surreal. I know my freshman year, like playing those teams that I used to watch when I was younger, and then getting to play them on our field and just kind of showing them like, hey, we're Campbell University, we're the fighting camels. Like, we're going to give you a run for your money, you know. We're going to put up a good fight. So, I'm excited. And also then after that, Lindsay, you, you already get into conference play. Um, you guys have had a target on your back because, again, you are the champions two times over the past two years. What is it like going through that, having known that you're the team everybody wants to take down? Yeah, it's a great feeling. It makes you want to work harder. It makes you want to keep 
putting that target on your back, it makes you want to just be like, well, you can keep trying, but you're not going to get us. <laughs> um, it's just great. And everybody still continues to doubt us. And it just, it makes me laugh kind of like when you saw the rankings come out, it kind of made me laugh because I was like, I don't know why people keep counting us out, but yeah. it just makes you want to work harder and just kind of show them that, you know, we're going to win again and again and again. I mean, I don't play, but that made, that, that put a chip on my shoulder when I saw that come out. What, what was that like? Again, I know preseason polls don't mean anything, but, but what was that like? Yeah, my, like I said, my first reaction was to laugh. <laughs> and then my second was like, okay, well, we're going to show them why we deserve yeah. to be number one again. Yeah. Uh, Alyssa, does that put a little chip on, on the shoulder of the team? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I was, I was shocked, but, you know, we've always had a target on our backs, and it's not, it's not easy winning conference one year and then to win it two years and then going for a three-peat. You know, we're going to have to work hard, and we knew that, so, I mean, it didn't really mean anything. Like, whether we're first, third, second, whatever, we're still going to have to work uh, even harder than we did last yeah, year. Yeah, it's, it's the final poll at the end of the right. season, which really means everything. Okay, all right, when we come back after the break, we're going to talk about Glen Mills, Pennsylvania. We're going to talk about Wake Forest, North Carolina, that's so close yet everybody thinks it's over in Greensboro. Mm -hmm. So we'll talk about all those things when we come back uh, after this. It's Camel Call Live from the county seat in downtown Lillington. Welcome back in live from the County Seat Sports Grill in downtown Lillington. This is Camel Call Live. Tonight we are talking softball. Alyssa Nault and Lindsey Hunt are our guests up here. The Campbell softball team will be at home the next two Wednesdays. This Wednesday against NC State, 5 o'clock admission is free. That game will also be on ESPN Plus. Okay, Alyssa, a Wake Forest native, and again, of the of the many different things in North Carolina, that is the most mixed up because Wake Forest University, of course, is in Winston-Salem. It did start in the town of Wake Forest that is north of Raleigh. So tell us about Wake Forest, uh, North Carolina, and, and growing up uh, so close to the place where you go to college and play softball. Yeah, you know, I love it. I actually, you know, I went to high school on sort of the campus of where the old Wake Forest University was, so I get that all the time. Oh, I, I live right near Wake Forest University. <laughs> no, or in Wake Forest. No, you live near the university. <laughs> so, but um, it's pretty cool. I, I love being close to home. My family comes to as many home games as they can. They even go to the away games, so it's pretty cool. Uh, Wake Forest, it's really... Although it's a pretty big town, I would say all the people in the town are pretty close, and that's what I loved about it. It was it was just kind of a little town outside of Raleigh compared to Raleigh, but, you know, I loved it. I loved growing up in Wake Forest. I was really close with my high school coach when I got to Wake Forest High School. Um, I loved playing for her. I still talk to her. You know, she's amazing, and I just think that a lot of people from Wake Forest, you stay in contact with the people that you're really close with, so it's a really cool place. Why did you choose Campbell when you were making the choice of where to play college softball? Well, I know I wanted to stay close to home, and um, I was talking to mostly schools from North Carolina, Virginia, and 
you know, I remember I was talking to my dad, and he was like, well, what about Campbell? Have you thought about Campbell? Because I played against Georgiana Barefoot in high school. Yeah. So I knew her, and my older sister played with her. So I knew she was going to Campbell, and I came out to a camp. I fell in love with the campus, and I kept coming back for more camps. You know, they, the old coaches saw me at games, and it was kind of an expedited process, I would say, yeah. compared to, you know, other schools. But I loved it. I wanted to be close to home. I wanted a small small campus feel, small classrooms, get the best out of my education. So. Lindsay, you grew up uh, about 45 minutes away from, from Philadelphia. Uh, what was that like? And tell me about where, where you grew up in Glen Mills, Pennsylvania, right? Mills with an S? Yeah. Um, it's completely different than the South. <laughs> um I would spend a lot of my time in the city, which was really fun. Uh, a lot around. Big Eagles fan. Um, people in my area take a lot of pride in where they're from. I'm actually called in a county from Del called Delco, which is Delaware County. I live on the border of Delaware. Um, so it's just like a really strong community. Like everybody's very proud of where we come from. Um, we're known for our accents and how we talk and how we love our sports teams. Um, yeah. Yeah, so do, do Phillies fans really get a bad rap, or do they deserve the rap that they get? Um, they kind of deserve the rap that they get. <laughs> uh, we recently, uh, when the Eagles went to the Super Bowl, uh, I actually got a message on my phone saying that we got to be careful because they grease the light poles in the city, so don't <laughs> climb them. Uh, so it, it is a little bit, but based on a little bit of truth, though. Yeah, yeah, a lot of truth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because Philly, it's just it's just a tough city, right? It is a tough city. Um, going to the games, you're getting booed. Um, <laughs> if you're an opposing team, we boo the entire lineup. Yeah. Yep. yep. <laughs> you're going to feel it. You know, um, you transferred, so you had already been through the recruiting process. So you, you ended up going to Drexel, and you transferred here. What drew you to, to Campbell to transfer and, and complete your softball journey? Yeah, um... To transfer to Campbell was very interesting. Um, I actually knew a girl who was on the team last year. I had been very close friends with her my entire life. Um, when she found out that I was transferring, she said, hey, like, we need a catcher. And I was like, okay. Um, given COVID and we weren't allowed to visit anywhere, my options were kind of limited in where I could look. And, you know, I've never heard of Campbell, just being from the north. And so I started to look into it, and I was like, wow, the pictures online are really pretty. Like, this seems really cool. Like, I need a change. And I talked with the coaches. I liked what they had to say. And, you know, that's kind of what drew me there. And I wanted to try something different and go away from home. Um, now that you've been here for a while, and again, you've, you've been through a lot, um, to, and, and you're, you're, you're finally getting, you know, all your hard work is paying off. But what has kept you here, here at Campbell? What do you like about it now that you've been here? Definitely the community. Um, I felt like at my last school, it was such a big city being in, and, you know, nobody really knew who you were, and, like, you would pass somebody by, and you're like, oh, I think I have a class with you, or I think I know you, but you really don't know. But here, it's like everybody knows everybody. It's really cool. It's really the people that makes Campbell Campbell and makes you want to stay. Alyssa, when you think about what has, what has kept you here, what do you really like about this place? I would say the same thing, the community and you know, going to everyone, all the athletes support each other and the community, not even from like 
other other students, but like even the coaches and coaches from other sports, like everyone just supports everyone and it's just a great atmosphere. And, you know, walking around campus, it's a smaller campus, so you see the same people, they always say hi. The people in Chick-fil-A, Moe's, they're always talking to you, they're always saying hi, they know you, the Starbucks ladies remember your order. It's just a really, it's a really cool atmosphere to go, go to school in. Um, speaking of go to school, uh, you all, this team, you guys get it done on the diamond and, and in the classroom. Tell me about what you're studying and what you want to do after a long softball career. Yeah, so I uh, switched my major after last year. So I was in criminal justice and then I was focusing in cybersecurity. And then I decided that I didn't want to be behind a computer. I needed to be on the scene, so um, I want to go and do CSI, so... Wow. Yeah, so there's no forensics major here at Campbell, so I had to do pharmaceutical science. So Wow, yes. okay. So I started that this past summer, and um, yeah, going to finish in four years with a pharmacy degree, which is pretty cool. Is that as challenging as it sounds? Yeah, it's really challenging, <laughs> but I'm going to make it. I'm going to do it in four years. <laughs> How can you do that with playing five games a week and practicing and all that? Yeah, it's pretty tough, but, you know, last semester or last year I took summer classes. This summer I'm taking classes, and I kind of, it's been hard, but this past year I've had to load up on some classes to catch back up, but... You know, I have some of the other girls on the team in my classes. You know, yeah. I have study buddies. You have tutors that the school offers. So it is hard, but, I mean, it's doable. And if you really want it, you know, you'll yeah. do it. Yeah, no doubt. And, and Lindsay, how about you? Yeah, so um, I am a biology pre-med major. Come on now. <laughs> All right. Um, my I, goal. I feel bad you guys are here. You should be back <laughs> on studying. This is my fault, so. Go ahead. <laughs> um, Please go ahead. That's amazing. Thank you. Um, my goal is to become a doctor, um, and I want to join the military, so I'm hoping to be a military physician. Holy cow. Yes. Oh, my gosh. That is awesome. Okay, we will end this on, on one more softball question, but congratulations um, for, for everything, both on and off the diamond. This team, what do you expect over the, over the next couple months now that we're getting into – conference play from what you have seen from, from from your team and this coaching staff this year? I expect great things from this team. Um, we have a lot of talent, and not only that, they work hard. They work extremely hard. The coaching staff, the players, um, we're pushing each other constantly. Um, it's just a really iron sharpens iron kind of environment, and I think we're just going to make amazing strides this year. Alyssa? Yeah, I agree. I think this team works so hard. We have a lot of talent. You know, we know we have a target on our back. Um, you know, we're we're the reigning Big South champs, and we want to stay that way. So I think just having each other's back and playing like we do every day in practice, being ourselves, having fun, and just do it for each other. That is awesome. Well, thank you so much for uh, taking time out of your busy uh, schedule in the classroom and then off. So your Fighting Camels will be at home the next two Wednesdays. Next weekend, they take on uh, USC Upstate in a big series. GoCamels.com for all the information. But this has been a softball takeover. This has been Camel Call Live, and you have heard it live from the County Seat Sports Grill in downtown Lillington. Have a great week, everybody.